Lord God, we bless you for this new day before us. We come before you, wholly present, even in our fears and our failings. Liberate us to new possibilities. Refresh us to set our hearts on you. Stir us with eager spirits to share your mending of this broken world. Lord, we bless you for the new day before us. Amen. It was the late, great Leonard Cohen who sang There's a crack in everything, that's how the light gets in. And even in these strange, dark times, it is possible to see glimmers of light. Like most people, we will be a mix of worried, scared, unsure and apprehensive of what will happen over the next few weeks and months. We've seen, perhaps, the worst in people. Panic buying and hoarding. Online and on news videos of people actually lifting items out of other shoppers' trolleys. People totally disregarding the guidelines on separation and distancing. Fights breaking out in queues. Yet, stop and think of all the good that has come to the surface. Think of all the people who work in the NHS something that, in this country, we perhaps all take for granted. Men and women who are putting their own lives at risk to save ours. Think of those who work in retail, carrying on serving us with a smile on their face, even when they can be surrounded by basic bad manners. And all the other essential services, police, fire, ambulance, as well as the armed forces. And there's petrol stations, post offices, banks, funeral directors and crematoriums. I conducted a graveside funeral this week with only the permitted ten people, standing two metres apart. I couldn't shake hands or give a comforting hug. It just all seemed very strange indeed. But just think of all those little chinks of light that still shine through. We're generally being friendlier, more polite, more considerate, far nicer to each other. We're seeing countless acts of kindness. There's free drinks and flowers for key workers, young people shopping for the elderly, a renewed public-spirited nature of the British people, perhaps typified by the fact that more than 500,000 have now volunteered to help the NHS. The coronavirus pandemic is confusing and frightening for hundreds of millions of people. That is not surprising. Many around the world are sick and many others have died. Unless the situation changes dramatically, many more will fall ill and die around the globe. And this crisis raises serious medical, ethical and logistical questions. But it raises additional questions for people of faith. So what can we do? Well, we can resist panic. That's not to say there's no reason to be concerned or that we should ignore the sound advice of medical professionals and public health experts. But panic and fear are not from God. Calm and hope 
are. And it is possible to respond to a crisis seriously and deliberately while maintaining an inner sense of calm and hope. Theologians often talk about two forces in our interior lives. There's one that draws us towards God and the other away from God. The one that draws us away from God, which is labelled as an evil spirit, and I quote, it causes gnawing anxiety, saddens and sets up obstacles. In this way, it unsettles people by false reason aimed at preventing their progress. Does that sound familiar? Don't lend credence to, to the lies or the rumours or give in to panic. Trust what medical experts tell you, not those who would fearmonger. Panic by confusing and frightening you pulls you away from the help God wants to give you. It's not coming from God. What is coming from God? Well, St Ignatius tells us, God's Spirit stirs up courage and strength, consolations, inspirations and tranquility. So trust in the calm and the hope you feel. That is the voice to listen to. Do not be afraid, as Jesus said many times. Many things have been cancelled because of coronavirus. Love is not one of them. Care for the sick. This pandemic may be a long haul. Some of our friends and family may get sick. So do what you can to help others, especially the elderly, the disabled, the poor and the isolated. Jesus said in the Gospel of Matthew, I was sick and you came to visit me. And remember that Jesus lived during a time when people had no access to even the most rudimentary medical care. So visiting the sick was just as dangerous, if not more so, than it is today. However, we have to temper this with the sound medical advice to limit contact. So pick up the phone. Use FaceTime or one of the many other platforms. Churches around the world are closed and this is prudent and it's a necessary measure designed to keep people healthy. But this comes at some cost. For many people this removes one of the most consoling part of their lives, communal worship, and it isolates them even more from the community at a time when they most need support. What can we do instead? Well, there are many televised and live-streamed services available, as well as ones broadcast on the radio. But even if you can't find one, you can still pray on your own. And when you do, remember that you are still part of a community. You can read the Bible on your own. You can think of how God is present to you, even in the midst of a crisis. So trust that God is with you. Many people, especially those who are sick, may feel a sense of isolation that compounds their fear. And many of us, even if we're not infected, will know people who are sick, and some, sadly, who may even die. So most will naturally ask, why is this happening? There is no satisfactory answer to that question, which at its core is the question of why suffering exists. 
something that saints and theologians have pondered over the centuries. In the end, there is the greatest of mysteries. And the question is, can you believe in a God that you don't understand? But at the same time, we know that Jesus understands our suffering and accompanies us in the most intimate of ways. Remember that during his public ministry, Jesus spent a great deal of time with those who were sick. That was before modern medicine, when almost any infection could kill you. Lifespans were short, only 30 or 40 years. In other words, Jesus knew the world of illness. Jesus then understands all the fears and the worries that you have. Jesus understands you, not only because he is divine and understands all things, but because he is human and experienced all things. So go to him in prayer and trust that he hears you and is with you. We will move through this together with God's help. Look for the light in times of darkness. Let us pray. Jesus Christ, you travelled through towns and villages, curing every disease and illness. At your command, the sick were made well. Come to our aid now, in the midst of this global spread of the coronavirus, that we may experience your healing love. Help heal those who are sick with the virus. May they regain their strength and health through quality medical care. Heal us from our fear, that which prevents nations from working together and neighbours from helping one another. Heal us from our pride, which can make us claim invulnerability to a disease which knows no borders. Jesus Christ, healer of all, stay by our side in this time of uncertainty and sorrow. Be with those who have died from the virus. May they be at rest with you in your eternal peace. Be with the families of those who are sick or who have died as they worry and grieve. Defend them from illness and despair. May they know your peace. Be with the leaders of all nations. Give them the foresight to act with charity and true concern, all for the well-being of the people that they are meant to serve. Give them the wisdom to invest in long-term solutions that will help prepare for or prevent future outbreaks. May they know your peace as they work together to achieve it on earth. Whether we are at home or abroad, surrounded by many people suffering from this illness or only a few, Jesus Christ, stay with us as we endure and mourn, persist and prepare. In place of our anxiety, give us your peace. Jesus Christ, heal us. Amen. Whether in heights or depths, light or darkness, may you never forget God's unending love for you. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ 
the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, this day and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>